I'm here at the uh, Casual Connect in Seattle, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name is uh, Ricardo Villarreal. I'm the CEO of Chivalo Studios, a game company in Monterrey, Mexico. Okay, and um, what game are you working on right now? Or what game have you worked on? Yes, um, well, we actually just finished our uh, first, you know, like full like uh, commercial game. It's called Icebreakers. It's a PC game, and well, it also has a flash game component sure. in there that we can probably discuss later. And well, we're also working on another game, but it's still, it still hasn't been announced. Okay. And um, this Icebreakers game, uh, how long, like, what is the game about, you know, and what inspired the idea? Okay, the game's uh, about a group of kids that have these custom built vehicles. They have a, a little water tank in the back that shoots water and gets uh, frozen immediately. So this this water creates a wall of ice that uh, well we can use you know you can use the wall of ice to make the other play, players crash on it. And so there's different rules to, to this, but that's the basic premise. So um, and it's also. Uh, something very important is the characters you know we you know a lot of the racing games they just have like a you know yeah. the cars and you don't really relate much to them but we, we decide to add different characters uh, in our game to make it you know more appealing to you know to people that like you know yeah. characters yeah. and um, it's also multiplayer stuff like that can you talk about uh, the design and, and also can you talk about how you pro did you prototype the game design or the gameplay how did you go about actually making sure the game is going to be fun yeah we well we created a, a, a demo uh, a while ago and yeah, just you know one level and try to implement all the features first before we went and do the whole thing and we, you know we the, it looks actually end up looking fairly close to the final product obviously the final yeah. is much better um, um, now you guys also developed your own engine initially for the game, uh, so you had your game engine and then you were also working on the game itself. Um, that's something that some indie game developers do. Um, what ended up happening and what suggestions do you have for other game developers who are trying to make their own game? Okay, so yeah, basically what happened when we started the company, we developed our own engine, you know, because... Um, I went to DigiPen, you know, and it's a game programming school, and uh, all the games we did there, we always built uh, the engines ourselves, so we were kind of used to, to that idea, and, you know, when I, I got that in 2003, so um, there were not many good uh, choices for engines, you know, a lot of them were very expensive, you know, hundred thousand dollars, half a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, there were a few uh, open source, uh, but they they still lacked a lot of tools that we needed to actually make something decent. So we just say, okay, let's uh, just grab one of the engines uh, we had from school, make it better. Sure. And I think that's going to work out better than the open source stuff. And you know, since we cannot afford the really expensive ones, so we started doing that, but then and we, when we created a, a prototype of a, of a game, uh, and then we, we came and showed it to the publishers, I think this was in 2006, and they, 
te were asking us, oh, you know, the, this game, you know, your engine is missing such and such feature, and um, so it, it was kind of complicated, and they also wanted console support, like, we didn't have any console yeah. support, and so, like, oh, what should we do? So, uh, in that year, we we found uh, this uh, engine, it's, it's not very popular in the US, it's called um, Vision, it's from a company called Trinity in, in yeah. Germany. Uh, I think they also have an office here in, in the US, in Austin. So, uh, you know, it was a good option. Uh, you know, it was a, an engine that we said, okay, you know, this is going to solve all the problems that we, um, <laughs> that, we that the publisher used all those our game has. So, uh, we decided to start from scratch with a new project and just the engine, and that's where, that's where Icebreaker came up. And we really, it was, it came down to this. We had to decide if we were going to meet a company that makes middleware yeah. or makes games and you know we didn't really get into this to just yeah. build tools for people so we said let's just be a game yeah. company and yeah because managing the engine actually almost takes more time than developing the game to an extent yeah you really need like two different teams yeah. you know it's i mean there's similar things but it's uh, uh it's two, two different areas to, yeah. so it's and we were, you know, most indie companies are fairly small and limited resources, so uh, I think it's better to just uh, put all the all your effort and, and time into making the game better than to just try to make a, to reinvent the wheel again. Sure. <laughs> that kind of thing. And um, so you finish this game. It takes about three years to finish the game. Um, so you're finally happy that you did it. Um, how are you... What did you do after that? I mean, what was the next step to make sure that it succeeds? Also, um, were you working with an artist alongside it? Was everything else polished, or did you need to then find an artist after that? No, we... Um, well, since we're in Mexico, we couldn't really find many uh, artists and people that... Uh, because the game industry is still in yeah. its early stages there, so... We had to find some people that were good and just started training them, so... They kind of learned while we were making the game, so... It's, that was also like a, another like long process, but like you know, at least now they, they already know how to make games. Yeah. So I mean, the art looks pretty decent, and the characters seem very detailed. Or yeah, so, so, some of the things we have to like redo them like three times because uh, yeah. uh, you know there were issues, uh, but you know slowly uh, we've been fixing everything, and yeah, now we're pretty happy with the final version. Okay, so now you have this game out. How are you promoting it? How are you getting people to come to actually play the game? Okay, well, as we what we, we've been doing all this time is uh, our marketing has been focused just to find a publisher, yeah. and because it's, especially last year, you know, it was terrible. Like uh, it's, yeah. it's it's difficult, but you know now things have improved quite a bit, and so we prepare all this. Uh, you know, don't expect the publishers to do all the marketing for you. You have to do you know uh, as much as you can yourself. So we've been um, you know featuring different media. You know we're uh, leveraging the, the fact that you know we're one of the few companies in in Mexico that are doing games. Yeah. So actually, last week I was interviewed by uh, CNN uh, in Spanish. So awesome. they, yeah, that was great. Like I, I got the exposure in you know from the US all the way to uh, Argentina, like uh, in in all the countries where Spanish is spoken. And. Um well, you also mentioned, um, have you, did you put a video on YouTube or did you make any Flash games or anything like that? Yeah, well, we have, uh, we, we made a trailer and last year, like that's, 
something really basic if you're doing an indie game like you have to have a really nice trailer because yeah. a lot of the people you know that have the portals or publishers or whatever you know they're not gonna bother to play the, your game like at least at least not initially so the video is like the hook you know is what gets them interested in in your game and plus you can have it in your iPhone or something that, that's like you know in, in events like, like 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 here like in casual connect that's you know, if I approach somebody and you know I want to uh, show them what I what I do is it's the easiest thing you know grab your uh, you know your your iPhone or whatever you have and you know play your video and that's like your best marketing tool ever and what about the flash you said you made a flash oh, version yeah. of this game can you talk about that yeah um, well some games are already doing this and we gave it some thought and we say oh, how can we help uh, market our game because it's uh, you know in the internet is a very noisy place you know it's hard to get noticed and I say well you know these uh, casual flash games uh, they they get played by a lot of people some yeah. some have like millions of plays so say so, you know what will be if I had you know a limited budget uh, how can I help market my PC game and I say well uh, let's make a flash game and you know to help people be introduced to, to yeah. our IP because well if you have a new IP it's also you know kind of hard to yeah. to make people uh, you know get to know it right so we say how can we put it in the most uh, eyes as possible so say well let's make a, a flash game and at least you know we, we'll we'll give this one away for free and well we can put ads or whatever but the idea is to, you know, every few levels we'll have a, a little reminder that, you know, if you're like this and you want, you know, get, get the full icebreaker experience, then trust this 3D game. And, and we can have, you know, links uh, to, directly to where you can buy the game or, and things like that. So yeah. uh, that was, uh, I think, a very good way to, to so, promote the, the game. But why even then have a downloadable if you have a flash version why not just now promote the flash version it just seems like you can get it more exposure on flash I'm um, using flash and it'll reach a lot more people than if you just tried to promote the downloadable itself well we'll do both uh, it's it's like a synergy you know uh, one helps the other and the other helps also the other yeah. so it's it's not gonna hurt us to, to did you put the flash game then on portals and stuff or is it and not yet. We're gonna do that when the game is uh, already for sale because some of these games are really popular in, in winter first release. Yeah. And after that, then people just like get bored and find something else. Okay. So we're gonna wait until the the PC is ready, like you know, in, like in in the stores, and, and you know we're probably gonna publish the the flash at, at that moment. Okay. And how do you like? Um any any other marketing things that you've been doing uh, besides Flash and the videos? Well, th there's a lot of things you can do. There's obviously all the social medias sure. and. And is and that something you're pursuing, the social media stuff? Yeah, but you know it's complicated and it takes a lot of energy and effort. Yeah. So, but it's something uh, in this day and age you you have to do. Okay. Um, there's other things you can do. You know. Uh, Try to get the press involved. Like that, that's important. You know, make friends with the press and sure. uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> and um, okay, so now that you've done that game, what what are you going to do differently now for your future games, based on what you've learned through that whole experience? Well, we learned that there 
you know, PC market is is tough. So yeah. we're, we're looking for other options. Uh, I think the iPhone, for example, looks very appealing. So we're uh, we're studying, you know, looking into other. The, um, there's also other new options. Uh, I just want to. Uh, a talk here with uh, from the folks from Google, and they're gonna have a um, uh, something like an app store in, in the Chrome browser. So yeah. th there's gonna be a new market there. So there, I, what I'm, I'm going is that there's lots of new options. So just try to find you know yeah. where your game, t where do you think your game is gonna do the best, and just go there and try to be one of the first ones before it gets too crowded. Yeah. And um, how do you like development in Mexico? How how what's been that experience? And uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's been great, um, but it's it's been going there slowly because not that many people uh, know how to make games. But a lot of them are interested. Actually, when we we've been in some expos there, and like half of the people that come to our booth ask us if we're at school because people they just want to learn how to make games and. Uh, so th there's really a lot of interest. Uh, people want to do this, but there's uh, not enough people that know how to make games yeah. to teach them. So hopefully, uh, you know, that's going to change. Maybe a lot of the schools are starting to pay more attention. Uh, we're actually helping some schools uh, with their curriculum to, you know, teach games and things like that now. And where can people find out more information about your game and maybe even play the game? What's the site? Yeah, uh, well, our company's website is uh, shivalvastudios.com. Uh, that's spelled X-I-B-A-L-B-A-Studios.com. Okay, so I'll recite that. X-I-B-A-L-B-A-Studios.com. Yeah, and the game, Icebreakers, is icebreakers-game.com. And the Flash game that I was talking to you about, um, it's icebreakersmini.com. Okay, so icebreakersmini.com. Yes, yeah, that's the flash game, and okay. and the PC game is icebreakers-game.com. Okay, thank you.